Hi, welcome to my podcast, Go For Two with Cargo. I'm your host, Cargo, and I'm joined by my co-host sometimes, Tyson, who is my two-year-old puppy. If this isn't your first time, hey, welcome back. And if you're new, hey, my name's Carlos, but everybody calls me Cargo, or Los. This is my podcast on where I keep you up to date on all 32 teams in the NFL, in season, and of course, during the offseason. During the NFL season, I got you covered on games, making predictions with some in-depth analysis, some fantasy football advice, and help break down some of the biggest headlines during the season. Now, during the offseason is where I like to go off. Get it? This is how my passion of football started. Since I was young, one of my favorite events was watching the NFL draft. Believe it or not, I used to write down every pick from player to team to even what school he went to. I grew up watching Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay talk about football prospects all day long. From trying to predict how teams will draft where a team will take the best available player or draft based on need. Now I've decided to share with you that same insight of my very own into my mock drafts. Now I'm not an expert, but it's always fun. I also like to cover free agent signing periods, and I also like to do a little quarterback shuffle where I create pairings for players to new places. I also, at the end of the offseason, will do an in-depth 32-team roster breakdown where I like to predict how their season will go and to see if they possibly did enough to make the playoffs and even possibly win a Super Bowl. Now, let's get started. Alrighty, guys. So with the NFL season starting in about less than 30 days, you know, I've decided to do a basically a team report where I'm going to be breaking down um, everything that happened last year, this offseason, and what I think this team will do um, in the future and how I think they're going to finish out in the um, the divisional and stuff like that. So uh, a lot of stuff to get into. Uh, make sure you tune in for this one. Alrighty, guys. So today's division is going to be the NFC West. And of course, we have to start off with the defending Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams. Last year finished 12 and 5. Um, you know, just so we get through some stats here. Uh, Matthew Stafford threw for 4,800 yards last year, 41 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Sony Michelle rushed for 845 yards, four rushing touchdowns. Darrell Henderson, 688 yards, rushing five touchdowns in 12 games. Uh, Cooper Cup led the receiving group with 1,900 yards, 16 touchdowns. Second leading receiver is Vance, uh, Van Jefferson um, with 802 yards receiving, six touchdowns. Tyler Higbee, 586 yards, five touchdowns. Robert Woods, in nine games, had 556 yards receiving, four touchdowns. And then OBJ um, finished with 305 yards and five touchdowns. Um, This offense was one of the best in the NFL, um, averaging about 27 points per game, which is eighth best in the NFL. 273 yards uh, passing per game, which was fifth best in the NFL. 41 touchdowns uh, by Matthew Stafford was actually – the second most in the NFL behind Tom Brady. Um, 18 interceptions, which actually was um, tied for fifth most in the NFL. 
uh, by a team, 31 sacks allowed, which was sixth best in the NFL, 99 yards rushing, which is 25th best in the NFL, 10 rushing touchdowns, uh, 29th best in the NFL. On defense, Taylor Rapp, Jalen Ramsey, uh, both accounted for four interceptions. Troy Reader, Ernest Jones, Nick Scott, two interceptions for each of them. Aaron Donald uh, had 12 and a half sacks last year. Leonard Floyd, nine and a half sacks. Von Miller in eight games had five sacks. Um, the defense overall pretty solid and they allowed 21 points per game which was uh, middle of the pack 16th best in the NFL they allowed 344 yards of total offense which was eight uh, 17th best in the NFL 241 yards passing uh, which is 11th best in the NFL 17 passing touchdowns allowed uh, which was the second fewest in the NFL 19 interceptions tied for third best 50 sacks for the team, which was third best as well. Um, they allowed 103 yards rushing per game, which was 27th best in the NFL. And then 18 rushing touchdowns, which was 25th best in the NFL. Some of the key losses um, in this offseason um, were Sony Michelle, uh, Robert Woods was traded to the Tennessee Titans, OBJ was let go. Um, the door might still be open for him to come back. Andrew Withworth retired as. Austin Corbin, Joseph Sebastian Day, Von Miller is in Buffalo. Troy Reader has left as well. Um, some of the additions, um, they um, signed wide receiver Allen Robinson. They brought in longtime Seahawk Bobby Wagner. And they brought back a familiar face in defensive back Troy Hill. So... Last year, we obviously know what they did in the offseason. Um, you know, you have to give a lot of credit to Les Snead and Sean McVay uh, for, you know, collecting all these first-round draft picks and then trading them for star players. Um, it's obviously worked with the results of a Super Bowl. Um, now, looking at last year, uh, just a couple things. They obviously struggled to run the ball. And on defense, they did struggle to stop the run at times. So um, with that in mind, as we look forward to uh, uh, this year, this offense with Sean McVay, who you know needs to get a lot of credit, he really is one of those young, great coaches. Um, you know, like I said, I've listened to a lot of podcasts where they brought him in and they've, you know, he's had a chance to talk on there. And, you know, the guy just knows football and, um, you know, shout out to, like I said, Les Snead uh, for F those picks because uh, it's really just worked out. It's just amazing how they have taken not a lot of draft capital and they've still found a way to win a lot of games and put themselves in positions to win a Super Bowl, um, as I do think this year. Um, so looking at the offense as a whole, starting off with the offensive coordinator, Liam Cohen. Um, he was actually originally the quarterback's coach for the Rams a couple years ago, left to Kentucky to be the offensive coordinator where he helped Kentucky get to become such an explosive offense. A lot of those guys that came from his system are in the NFL right now. So um, with Kevin O'Connell leaving to the Minnesota Vikings, he comes back in. I, you know, I think this offense is going to be a little bit different, but still going to have a lot of the same concepts that we've seen before in years past with three wide receiver sets. Um, you know, looking at Matthew Stafford, uh, it's hard to say that, you know, he's going to be, 
better this year because I think he had a great year last year. Uh, maybe he won't throw for that many touchdowns, but I think the interceptions will come down just a little bit. Um, you know, and the reason why is because the running game last year just really struggled all year. Um, they lost Cam Akers early in the preseason last year. You know, he came back and had a great little playoff run. Um, and I'm not worried about his fantasy production this year. I think he could be a guy who could be a top back uh, in fantasy. You know, he has the ability and, uh, you know, he can run between the tackles and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. I know they still have Darrell Henderson uh, to back him up, but I think it's going to be more of like uh, just every once in a while giving Cam Akers some fresh legs. Um, and they do. They did also draft um, one of my flavor, favorite players in Kyron Williams, a fifth-round pick, um, a running back out of Notre Dame who, you know, might be a guy to watch out for uh, to take over that backup role. But nice little group of running backs here where they struggled last year to stay healthy. Now, looking at the offensive line, um, you would think that with the loss of Andrew Whitworth, um, you know, this offensive line might struggle. But one thing I've noticed is that the Rams have done really well with, you know, taking offensive linemen, you know, undrafted guys, some some players, and just developing them. Because, I mean, they really haven't uh, drafted any offensive linemen. Uh, the last offensive lineman they drafted was, you know, obviously back in uh, 2020 with uh, Tremaine Autram. Um, so they have a guy, Joe Noboom at left tackle. He played a little bit last year. Now he's going to be a full-time starter. He just signed a contract. So I think they'll be fine there. David Edwards returns. That's a left guard. Brian Allen as well. Uh, another guy who's a really good center in his own right. Um, the right guard position is going to be really interesting just because, um, you know, they brought, uh, they drafted, uh, Logan Bruss out of the third round out of Wisconsin, and they had him slated to be a starter, but now he's hurt. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do at right guard. Um, you know, maybe a guy like uh, Bobby Evans can come in or, you know, Coleman Shelton. Um, at right tackle, Rob Haverstein comes back. Um, so this offensive line, you know, Say what you will about it, but they've just found a way to make it work at the offensive line, so I'm not really too worried about them there. Um, the wide receiver group is going to be really, really interesting to watch. It's going to be fun to watch, I think, too. You know, I think for Tyler Higby at the tight end position, he's been pretty solid. He's kind of like Robert Tunyon, you know, not going to get a lot of work, uh, more of a blocking tight end, um, just because they have so much explosiveness on the outside. Obviously, you start off with Cooper Cup, who – led the league in receiving last year. Um, and I think the reason why his numbers were so high is obviously because they had, you know, they lost Robert Woods. I know they brought in Odell Beckham, but I don't think he's going to have the same type of volume this year around. Um, just because they did bring Allen Robinson, who's another wide receiver who uh, I'm obviously targeting him in drafts. I've always been looking for guys who are very talented, who have an upgrade at quarterback. And I know Allen Robinson's going to be motivated to, to play just because he didn't play last year. Uh, ben, ben Jefferson, um, you know, he's a guy who really had a breakout year last year with over 800 yards receiving. Uh, once he comes back from the injury, he'll be, you know, he'll be a guy that I also really like. Um, 
typically, you know, you don't really want guys on the same team, you know, in fantasy. But, you know, in a high-octane offense like the Rams, you definitely do want to collect these guys. And a guy that we should all be looking out for is a second-round pick last year, 2-2 Atwell. Um, I know that last year they brought in Deshaun Smith, uh, Deshaun Jackson, but he wasn't necessarily the guy they were looking for at the wide receiver with some speed tonight. And um, he's a guy that I'm also looking forward to seeing him make big plays and stuff like that. Now, looking over at the defense, uh, you know, you did lose a lot of guys, but I think you brought in some value here. Let's see, um, you know, starting off, obviously, with the D-line, you have to start off with Aaron Donald, the best player in football. Uh, I don't care what you say. Uh, this guy is an absolute menace. Um, they li- did lose Sebastian Joseph Day, but, you know, they have guys like Greg Gaines and uh, Ashawn Robinson, who have been in the system for, for quite a while. The, the the thing I do worry about is the uh, depth behind the position. Now, they did lose Von Miller. That's going to be hard to replace. Uh, you know, they still have Leonard Floyd, who's been playing really well the last couple of years in Los Angeles. Um, they have a couple of guys I think they're going to have a rotation with on the opposite side to keep them fresh. Justin Hollins has been pretty productive for the most part. Um, Terrell Lewis is a guy that I'm really looking forward to seeing him make a big jump. This was a third-round pick back in 2020 out of Utah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Terrell Lewis is he's a, he's a third-round pick out of Alabama in 2020. Um, I look for him to, you know, he made an impact with very limited role last year. I think he can, with more reps, he'll be able to uh, play big this year. Now, it, as far as the uh, interior linebacker position, um, you have Ernest Jones, who um, was a third-round pick last year out of South Carolina, played well late last year. Um, and then you pair him up with Bobby Wagner, who's um, just been one of the best linebackers in the league for the last 10-plus years. Um, I think he's going to do wonders for Ernest Jones. He's going to allow Ernest Jones to, you know, Ernest Jones is a guy who has a lot of the tools. He's big. He's fast. Um, Bobby Wagner will be able to allow him to play to his speed. And, I mean, obviously he's going to learn from one of the best. So uh, Bobby Wagner also, too, another big advantage here is he's very familiar with this entire division, especially the Seahawks, you know, obviously the 49ers and the Cardinals. So this is one of those additions by subtractions that's going to make a big difference. Um, he's going to be helping out for sure, I think, in stopping the the running game, which is something that they struggled to do last year. Now, the secondary has been one of the best units um, in the league over the last couple of years. I think the biggest thing is, is they made the most out of these guys who are undrafted, late-round picks. Um, I mean, you look – obviously, Jalen Ramsey's one of the top-tier players in the league. You know, you, you have Aaron Donald, one of the best defensive linemen, Bobby Wagner, one of the best linebackers, and then, you know, you have Jalen Ramsey, one of the best corners in the league. So, uh, to have a – have those three guys at the top of their position. It makes them hard. They makes them already really good on defense. Uh, but I think Raheem Morris has done a really good job in helping develop some of these uh, defensive backs. You look at uh, Troy Hill. I believe he was an undrafted uh, free agent, um, went to Cleveland, got paid, and then actually he's now back with the team, which I really like. David Long Jr. was a uh, – I believe he was a fourth-round pick just a couple of years ago. Um, he's starting to play really well out of Michigan. Uh, Robert Rochelle's 
also as well has been playing well. And then they added two more guys in this in this year's draft in um, you know Dakobe Durant out of South Carolina State in the fourth round. I think he's going to be another guy that you know they're going to be able to put him all over the field. Um, De'Aaron Kendrick, another defensive back out of Georgia, big physical guy here. Um, and then looking at the safety position, Jordan Fuller um, was a a six round pick um, back in 2020 here. Um, he's been a viable starter along with um, Nick Scott here. Let's see. Got some notes here for him. Uh, played really well last year, and he was also another guy in 2019. He was a seventh-round pick. Uh, and then Taylor Rapp, obviously, uh, four interceptions last year. I think this could be a really big year for him to break out. Um, and then we can't forget about Terrell Burgess, who um, had a really good year a couple years ago. He's coming back from an injury. Um, so this is a very deep group in the back end. Um, so for the Rams, I think – this year, they're going to be a little bit more balanced on offense. I don't think they're going to be as explosive in the passing game just because they're going to be able to lie on the running game a little bit more and protect Matthew Stafford um, and this offense moving forward. And then on defense, I think they're going to be better up front stopping the run. I do worry about the depth in the front seven, but, you know, if there's one thing I would bet on is that the Rams will find some guys, you know, in free agency or on the roster already here. So, um, in this division, I think it's kind of opened up a little bit in the sense that Seattle's going to have a bad year. The Arizona Cardinals, I think, are going to get off to a really slow start. The 49ers, we really don't know what we're going to get with Trey Lance. It's still a little bit of a question mark. I still think the Rams will win about, you know, 12, maybe 13 games here and, um, you know, be first in the division. Thank you guys for listening, and please feel free to reach out to me via social Media, uh, my IG is carlosgus17 and Twitter, carlosgus3.